Welcome to Objectively Subjective. It's a podcast where we objectively give you our subjective top five. Uh, this list is uh, has different topics, some current, some relevant, others just because. And uh, I'm one of your hosts, Blake Allen, and beside me is Paul Jansen. And this week's topic is... <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, this week's topic is uh, movies that bombed or movies that just weren't good. Yeah, uh, we'll break down the meaning of that here in a second. Um you gotta have to excuse Blake. He's new. I'm new. Yeah, I'm, this is my first day on the job. <laughs> All right. So yeah, like Blake was saying, uh, our topic this week is our top five movies that bombed or sucked. And what we mean by that is movies to have either received low critical scores, like on Rotten Tomatoes, Metacritic, so on and so forth, uh, that you know universally people deem as bad films that we just genuinely enjoyed or movies that uh had really big budgets were meant to do really well and just bombed at the box office but they were still mostly good films uh, so our list will be a mixture of those and we'll clarify whether which one what it is when we get to them and uh the reason that this list is picked is because of a very touchy subject of the movie Birds of Prey, Harley Quinn, fantabulous mistake of a film, whatever. <laughs> that was a that was a title. That, that was the title, I think. Okay, yeah. Now it's just called. I know it was long. I just didn't know what it was. Yeah, yeah. They just officially changed it though to this is not a joke to Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey. So disclaimer: neither one of us have seen this film, so we will not give you an opinion on a film. Uh, we will see it eventually. Um, it just comes down to time, money, and honestly, willingness to see a product that didn't look great to me in the trailer and has no, I want to go and say, has nothing to do with female actors and female leads. I love Captain Marvel. I thought Wonder Woman was really good. Alita Battle Angel. So I do think there is a ton of room for female leads. Mm-hmm. And I think I uh, Black Marvel looks, uh, Black, Black Widow looks great. Black Marvel, I guess, would also be great. <laughs> Whatever that is. But Black Widow, I think it was great. sticks to source so, material. Yeah, exactly. As long as it sticks to the source material. Oh, God. Blake hates that word. We'll get to that probably eventually at some point. Um, so it has nothing to do with that. I think it's just more as the aesthetic of the film for me. I think it uh, looks a lot like Suicide Squad, which was not good at all. Um, and One of the few movies I saw in theaters alone. And I was glad that I only bought one ticket. <laughs> I uh, did not see it in theater. I, I gave it a second try later on to see if I was more of a minded to it. And I was right the first time. It's a bad movie. Um, it And I think that has a lot to do with me being um, skeptical about seeing this film. It has nothing to do with female leads. I think a lot of part of it is, too, is I'm not a huge fan of the Harley Quinn character outside of uh, Paul Dini and Bruce Timm's adaptations of her. It's just, uh, yeah, she's just a secondary character. There's so many other better female characters that DC could be doing films on, like Barbara Gordon or Zatanna or just uh, Black Canary by herself. If you're going to do an actual just Birds of Prey movie. Um, like I said, from what I understand, I don't know the full details of this film. I do know that it's not really a Birds of Prey movie, which was kind of the whole reason Warner Brothers changed the name of the movie to Harley Quinn colon birds of prey 
which was a mistake on their part from the begin with. They should have just called it Harley Quinn. Honestly, I probably would have marketed better. People would have been called it just Harley Quinn colon. <laughs> Harley Quinn's colon. Uh, it's getting hot in here. Um, the, but yeah, that was just a, mis- a mistake from the very beginning. The marketing just was bad for it. Um, uh, the film may be very, maybe good. And like I said, if it is good, I'll watch it. Yeah, I'll watch it. If it's good, I'll say it's good. I, I, so that's why I'm not going to tell you whether I think it's bad or good. If you enjoyed it, awesome. If you didn't enjoy it, uh, sorry uh, that you watched a movie you didn't like. And um, if people didn't like it, leave them alone. If people did like it, leave them alone. Just let people not like things and like things. I think we can all agree well, on that. I guess we just wait till we watch it and see if we liked it and then that's, everybody else is wrong. You know what? I like that idea better. Mm-hmm. So we're going to backtrack. Okay. So if you don't like it, uh, wait till we see it. And if we like it, you'll change your mind. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you do like it, uh, wait till we see it. And if we don't like it, you'll change your mind. Mm-hmm. So um, we're right. You're wrong. That's all we really wanted mm-hmm. to say. Uh, <laughs> Just make sure that that's clear. <laughs> that's very clear from the beginning. No. Uh, yeah. So we will see the movie eventually. We're not hyped on it. But we, it, the reason it's the topic of discussion for the topic is because it did not do well in the box office. Not this as well. This might be the first DC movie I didn't go see in theaters. Uh, I see. I saw Shazam in theater. Ah, uh, did you see Shazam in theater? Nope. Say, yeah, I saw Aquaman in theater. Uh, I saw Batman versus Superman in theater. Oh God, Man of Steel. But I didn't see Justice League. Unfortunately, I didn't see Wonder Woman. I did want to see Wonder Woman in theater. Um, money was a big issue when that movie came out for us, and so I never got—I didn't get a chance to see it. Yeah, Shazam was the first one, and now this one. Shazam is the best movie in that universe. That uh, was the last one before this, right? Yes, it came out at the beginning of the year um, of last year. Or was there one late in the year? No, that had to be it. That had to be it. Um, so, like I said. Um, it very well, it's getting good reviews from critics. Uh, it's, uh, I'm not sure other than maybe the marketing, what the real issue is here. I do think it's aesthetics. I don't think the trailer was very good. Um, they could have done it, given a better trailer to get the casual people in and naming it Harley Quinn, just Harley Quinn would have probably been smarter from the beginning, but now people are aware that you changed it. And once you pretty much get past opening weekend, there's not going to be a whole lot outside of word of mouth that's going to get people to come back that second week. So that it suffered for it. It is um, currently like third or fourth in the box office and after like three weeks, which is really low for a comic book film. Um, fortunately, it doesn't have the Justice League budget, so they're not taking a... I don't think they're going to take a loss. I think they're going to be okay. But it's not going to be a big profit. Monster. Monster burps. Uh, monster burps. Um, so... Uh, yeah, that's unfortunate for it, man. Especially if it ends up being a good movie. Like I said, if it ends up being a good movie, you always feel bad that people don't go out and support stuff because either a political or negative reason or because they're sexist, whatever. If that's the reasoning, you should be ashamed if that's the reason you're not seeing it um, because that's a that's just a crappy reason not to see a movie, man. Go see it because... Don't go see it because either you're not a fan of an actor or you're just not into comic books and just... You know, that's fair. But if you're not going to see it because it's a female cast beating up a bunch of dudes, then and then that's just silly. That's just silly. And uh, you should be ashamed of yourself because you're a turd. Uh, <laughs> so, mm-hmm. 
I really don't think there's much more we can say about that movie, considering, like I said, we have not seen it. Um, so, uh, I think that's a pretty, pretty, that's uh, pretty, pretty, pretty good description on why we chose this topic and why it's relevant this week. So, without further ado, we're going to go ahead and uh, we're going to get into our top five picks. Um, I think this week I'm going to go first. You go first. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go first. This and is technically, you know, I was supposed to say all the stuff, but yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Blake, what do you have to say? All right. Um, yeah, so shut up. We're, we're going to go to number five. We're going to go to number five. And uh, so this week we're going to start off with my man PJ's number five. <sighs> Don't call me PJ's. <laughs> I don't think I've ever called you PJ. <laughs> yeah, let's hope that never happens again. Uh, th- there's right now in this room, there's just an air of uncomfortability. Um, this and will be monster our, burps. Monster burps. This is gonna be our last podcast together. Mm, um, this is it. Yeah, this is I'm it. Fired. At first, I thought it would. You know, the sexual tension brought us together. Mm-hmm. Um, and I ruined it. You ruined it. Yeah, I've just uh, I'm turned off. Uh, it's just not there anymore. What we had, the fire, it's gone. Should we just speed through this list? And yeah. So uh, my number one is. <laughs> uh, all right. So this list was fun, man. I actually had a lot of fun putting this list together yeah, because I, I really like this one. I actually had a problem narrowing this down because I like a lot of bad movies and I like a lot of movies that bombed. And just because when you see so many movies like I do, um, you're bound to enjoy some really bad movies. So um, without further ado, I'm going to do my number five. And like I said before, my number five uh, is going to be one I think is objective for the list. And it'll always be like, it'll be a list that of a movie that probably makes a lot of people's list. And like I said, we will clarify why it made our list to start with. So my number five is a movie that sucked <laughs> it is a, so, but what I mean by that is a movie that is critically panned and it is not a good movie, but I love it. And it's my number five. And that movie is Master of Disguise. I knew it. I knew it was going to be on the list. I knew <laughs> it. My number five is Master of Disguise. That movie came out August 2nd, 2002, which was my dad's birthday. Um, it is, uh, this is how bad this movie is. It was directed by a man named Perry Andalyn Blake. This movie is so bad, he never directed another movie ever again. Uh, this was his last movie because it was so bad. Um, what a bang. It made $43.4 million in the box office on a $16 million budget, which is actually a success. Mm-hmm. It made a lot of money for what it was. It is on most critics' worst movies list of all time, which is why I, I said I made it my objective pick at number five. Um, it uh, Look, man. Okay, so... <laughs> Um, let me defend this because I feel like we're going to be defending ourselves a lot in this podcast on this episode. Um, I, for my dad's birthday, I was working at this time. So I'd have been almost 16, I think, uh, 2001, April, uh, August. Yep, I'd have been 16. So I was working and I want to take my dad out for his birthday. I wanted to take him to the movies. And so he... uh my dad's not really aware of what's out in theaters. And at the time, you know, it's not the internet. You can go actively look up trailers and stuff. So 
I knew this movie was out because I had a friend of mine who worked in the movie theater. So I always knew. I went almost every week to the movies. I knew this movie was coming out. My dad did know Dana Carvey. Loved Dana Carvey, who's the star of this film uh, from Wayne's World, where he played Garth. Loved him from SNL. So uh, I told him, it's Dana Carvey. It's Garth. You know, all this. And I showed him. He's like, he's seen the trailer kind of casually and passing on TV. And he's like, I said, let me take you to this movie. And he's like, all right. He goes, but you don't have to pay for it. I was like, okay. So me, my dad... My stepmom at the time and a couple buddies, my buddies of mine, went and saw Master Disguise. So my dad saw the trailer before he went and he's like, "This looks stupid. This is going to be terrible." It ended up being one of my dad's favorite movies ever. My dad quoted that film nonstop, and I still quote it today. Like so, like you know, I'm going to do some of my favorite quotes. Uh, there's a moment in the film where Dana Carvey, uh, they go to a a group of evil dastardly guys, uh, that is called the Turtle Club. And the character that uh, Dana Carvey plays is Pistachio Disguise, <laughs> which is a <laughs> ridiculous name. Uh, he's you know he's he's in the long uh, line of family line of people who can dress up and disguise themselves, and uh, he dresses up as a giant turtle, and they won't let him into the club, and he proceeds to say, "Am I not turtly enough for your turtle club?" and bobs his head. In and out of his, his shell, and my dad quoted that all the time. I, that might be the only quote I know from that movie. Oh, there's a lot of good ones. There's a uh, uh, got your tiny nuts stuck in my esophagus. <laughs> uh, the movie also did have uh, an actor in it from one of Blake's favorite television shows, Star Trek. Uh, the actor plays Data. As Brett Spiner, 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 uh, who uh, <laughs> just hilariously every time he goes into a maniacal laugh, farts, which will farts will always be funny. If you mm. can't laugh at farts, you probably shouldn't listen to our podcast because it's going to be a lot of fart related jokes. I have a feel, I have a feeling. Um, uh, but yeah, I look, man, this movie still makes me laugh. Is it stupid? One hundred thousand percent. I showed it to Milo uh, within the last year, and he loved it. I purchased it again digitally. Uh, I have it. I have two copies of this movie. I will forever love this awful, 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 awful movie. Um, you've seen it, right? I, I don't know. You don't know if you've seen it? Uh-uh. You have my voodoo login. Watch the damn movie. Well, it, look, mean, you know. look, I'm going to promise you, you're going to laugh. It's not a good movie, man, but you're going to laugh. Okay. It's stupid. It's just if you can go I, into like it. I said, I remember the previews, but I don't remember going. I need to see that. Uh, <laughs> we went and saw it as a child. Yeah, yeah. And like you know, like I said, I can openly acknowledge it's one of the worst movies that you'll ever watch. But man, it is so stupid. It's funny. That's and, not the worst movie I'll ever watch. Oh uh, yeah, we're gonna we'll probably get there. So, uh, but yeah, that's my number five. Um, you right there. Yeah, um, Blake was uh, checking his pits. I know, y- you know, uh, podcast historically a visual media. So, mm. uh, <laughs> um, a, uh, so we'll give you some full descriptions as needed. Um, but yeah, that's my number five, man. Master of Disguise. Go check it out if you want to watch something stupid. I don't think it's streaming anywhere. You probably have to either pirate it or uh, buy it. I recommend just pirate it. I know that's illegal, but man, they don't need any more support to make this movie again so just (laughs) (laughs) they can reboot it they reboot yeah just uh yeah i'm sure that'll be great Mm -hmm. people are they are just lining up please 
give us a master disguise reboot. There is such potential there. Uh, <laughs> pistachio disguisey. Uh, what's your number five? Like? All right, uh, my number five is Power Rangers Turbo. So is this a movie that sucked? Sucked. Okay. I, I think it did pretty good as far as money. I don't think the budget was high. I'm pretty sure they used like TV show suits. Yeah. They didn't do anything special with the suits like they did with the 95 movie. Was it in? This movie it was in theater. Okay. I saw it with my mom. Uh, I like it because, well, let's see, I was 97. I would have been 9 or 10, and I was in the cars. And I know that Turbo is very hated by the Power Ranger community, and everybody hates Justin, but he was my age, and... Uh, he was, he the was a Blue, Blue Ranger. Ranger. Yes, that's, a, that's the one where the kid, the kid gets just big gets when he grows up to be a Power Ranger. Yeah, uh, I I love the movie. I still like it today. Um, do you want my, my two cents? Yeah, I want two cents. Okay, so people should know we are Power Ranger nerds as well. Um, but that movie is atrocious. It is unwatchable for me. It is very dry. Oh, it's bad, man. And it is one of the worst Power Ranger series. And the fact that they made a movie out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember much about it. It's been forever since I've seen it. Milo used to love them too, you know, so he watched those movies religiously, but I never paid attention to him when he watched them. He was little. Um, so I don't know, remember much about it. You probably remember way more than I do. Tommy's in that movie, right? Yes. Okay. That's why Tommy's they made the Red it. Ranger. That's why they made it. Yeah. Uh, Cause Jason David Frank was in it. If, if Jason David Frank is involved. Also St. John was in it too. Yeah. That's the one where they're trapped. Him mm-hmm. and Kimberly are trapped. That's the one where uh, we have a friend of ours, Talk about Mr. Steal Your Girl yeah. was taking Kimberly away from Tommy. But Tommy had moved on to the blonde by then at this point. Oh, uh, right? Kat? Yeah, who was also gone at this point now, right? No, she comes back in space. Uh, Kat was still there. Kat oh. was the pink Zio? Oh, well, hold on. We'll save that for the Power Rangers. Yeah. We'll save that because we could do literally four or five hours on the Power Rangers. Uh, uh, and another thing, like... Because I remember specifically seeing it in theaters. I'm like, oh, cool. The first one was 1995. This one's 1997. I can't wait for the third one. And it's never happened. Never happened. The first one, you know, has historically low budget, uh, low budget for the film, but it was so low that they used the same suits at the beginning. Actually, the suits are in the movie for like 10 minutes mm-hmm. because they never had more than one suit. Like those suits were like, like duct taped together by the end of that film. Well, that's another thing. The, the first movie is not canon. I think this one but is. is. Yeah. And they use the show suits mm-hmm. in that movie. Whereas mm-hmm. in the first Power Rangers film with Ivan News, they uh they used like these rubbery looking suits, which were cool looking as a kid. Um, but man, they were too expensive for what their budget was and they could have just honestly, as fans, as kids, they could have just stayed with the regular suits and we would have mm-hmm. been happy. Um but uh what was that chick's name that uh gave them the powers in? Um uh... Not Ninjor, which it's is canon. It's not Ninjor, but... Oh, what does it begin with a D, right? Uh, it was, um... Uh... Anyway, she was great. She was, yeah, she was great. <laughs> they could have stuck... Honestly, they should have left that being canon. I like that story better than what they did in the original Power Rangers. Anyway, we're going to go way too long on Power Rangers if we keep doing that. You have any more to add on uh, Turbo? Um... I, I just really like the vehicles. You, saw, you see it in theater? I saw it in theater. You saw it in theater, yeah. okay. And I, I was just, I love the vehicles. I think, too, like, as you know, I was about 12 years old, so I was phasing out mm-hmm. of Power Rangers at the time. So I I, never, I didn't see it until much later. I think I saw it on, um, like, theater. Not, I mean, I saw it on DVD or VHS probably at that time. Um, 
but yeah, so yeah. Anyways, we if we start talking about Power Rangers, that's yeah. You guys are just gonna get exclusively Power Ranger podcast, and you some of you might want that, but most of you probably don't. So uh, we're gonna go to our number four. Uh, my number four is also a movie that sucked, uh, but I love it. Uh, this movie is Joe Dirt. Uh, <laughs> Joe Dirt came out April eleventh, two thousand one. It was directed by Denny Gordon, who who done mostly TV. He uh, did Grounded for Life, which uh, um, I do like that. Show. Yeah, because you had a crush on the mom. I did. He had a crush on the mom, uh, who was recently in an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. So call back to our childhood. He also did stuff like Ally McBeal and several just regular like early two thousands, late nineties TV. So um, this was one of his rare soirees into film. Um, it uh critically it uh was very negative like the critics hated this movie um but it is a cult classic uh a lot of people like this movie a lot of people quote that movie all the time especially when they see my hair yeah because of the mullet because of the mullet all right so the premise of the movie for spoiler for a 20 something year old movie uh you know, it's about it. a redneck dude played by David Spade where he recounts his ridiculous life and a journey to find his parents. And it's just filled with absurd things like him, like thinking he's strapping himself to a nuclear bomb that's really a septic tank and he gets poop all over him. <laughs> he said, I got the poo on me uh, to, you know, random uh, Native American selling fire uh, fireworks to you know, just all kind of ridiculous things. It makes no sense. Like there's a, uh, uh, an allusion to silence of the lambs where he gets, uh, kidnapped by the Buffalo Bob. He said, I want to know the only reason I'm doing this for you is because I heard that Buffalo Bob guy stuck a road flare off in your bunghole. <laughs> he said, hoorah. Uh, just, I mean, I can quote that movie all all day. You guys don't want to hear that anymore. Do you want to hear Power Ranger stuff yeah. to an extent? Uh, His I, car was nice too. Oh yeah, thank uh, God. Super Bird. Yeah, it's got, got a hemi. It's got a hemi in it. Mm-hmm. Chirp chirp. Uh, <laughs> I've seen that movie a hundred about a hundred times. It's super funny. It is a bad movie. The story is terrible. The acting is not great. Kid Rock's in it. Kid Rock is in it. There you go. Yeah, you guys, if you want some French fries and a Wham burger, wash it down with a Weineken. It is uh, ridiculous. It is of the times. I don't think it would resonate with young kids. I don't think they would. I mean, younger teenagers now, mm-hmm. I don't think that they would think it's funny just because everybody that's in it doesn't do anything anymore. David Spade is the most famous person in it. Christopher Walken is in it. That's true. Uh, which people forget about. It does have a lot of pretty big and name Kid actors, Rock. actually. Kid Rock, uh, Patricia Arquette is in it. Um, uh, uh, okay, that's, I'm trying to think of that. That's the that's the girl, right? Uh, no, that's the she's the one from the Alligator Farm. The girl I can't remember her name, but she's also in It's Always Sunny in the early seasons. She plays a character uh, that uh, Mac is seeing oh yeah, yeah we won't okay. say what she is or who she is because mm-hmm. i want to avoid controversy because mm-hmm. <laughs> the word is not a pc word mm-hmm. but she plays a very funny character in that um she did uh the really bad spinoff of that 70s show that 80s show with uh, dennis yeah then that show did not last well like six episodes was bad yeah uh but she's a bit actor but um man it uh, like i said the movie's funny if you're age 30 and up, you'll probably get all the references and all the jokes. Um, 
don't expect cinematic brilliance. You're not going to watch Schindler's List. You're watching Joe Dirt starring Dave Spade with a mullet. It's got Dennis Miller in it, okay? So kids don't know who Dennis Miller is. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the funny thing is, I, di- I did see this movie in theater. Um, I just got my permit and I, I drove all the way to Greenville, picked up a childhood friend. We went and saw the movie. My dad never knew that I drove all the way to Greenville from Easley. He just thought I was going up the road and I would be somewhere for a few hours. We went and saw the movie. It was hilarious. Uh, his mom was mad. We went and saw that movie because she was very uptight. But, uh, man, I love it. I love the movie. I have good memories. I own it on DVD. Go uh, see it if you want to see a really dumb, funny movie. All right, what's your number four? Uh, my number four is Spawn. Spawn. And now this is a movie that bombed or sucked? Sucked. Okay. I'm not sure. I didn't know what that I'm pretty sure it made it made good money. For what it was. For what it budget. was. Okay. Um, now, um, I have watched it pretty recently. It's not good. The visual effects are hard to watch. Uh, but when I was a kid, a violator... I don't know. You know what? And I wish I would have put that on my list. I didn't think about it. it this list had a lot of qualifiers, mm-hmm. so it's it was hard to narrow it down. And it, there were going to be some that got missed. I love Spawn. I yeah. love that movie. Um, well, I was as excited about it as a kid because it was one of the comics that I read. Uh, oh, yeah. Which, which is famously written by Todd McFarlane. Tom drawn Farland. by Todd McFarlane. Yeah. Created by Todd McFarlane, mm-hmm. who is a bit of an eccentric dude. So... Mm-hmm. Um, that comic was very much for boys and men. It was a boys comic. It was a very uh, masculine comic. Doesn't mean women can't read it, but it had a target audience and uh, it hit it. Because I love the anime, like the animated series on HBO. Mm-hmm. I, my dad bought me that uh, the DVD when I was younger, and I probably was way too young to be watching. I was it at definitely the time. way too young, and I felt. I think I snuck and watched it. I don't think my dad let me. That movie's rated or, R, right? Uh, the animated? No, the live action. Oh, the live action. Uh, I think it's rated R. I think it was. Uh, I was in sixth grade when it came out, and uh, I didn't get to see it in theater. I, we rented it on VHS, me and a buddy of mine, and we uh, had to watch it in secret because his parents were uptight as well. Mm-hmm. So my dad was very open-minded about letting me see stuff like that. He just made me very aware of yeah. if none of it was real, not to do these things. But, I remember the cape, too, though. And I remember the cape looking good. So I thought, that's early CGI, so yeah. we'll let it slide. Yeah. That's it's 97. Yeah, it's like mid-90s, mid, late 90s. Yeah, um, so. And the budget was really low compared to the other things. I mean, at least it wasn't steel. Is it going to be, was it as low as the, the new one's going to be? No. <laughs> I, think the, I think it had more of a budget than the new one. Okay, okay, so for those who don't know, there will be a new Spawn movie written, and from what I understand, directed by Todd McFarlane. It's going to be released by Bloomhouse, which is the same studio who did stuff like Get Out. Notoriously does really, you know, lower budget horror films. Uh, and he wants to make this one more of a horror film rather than a superhero flick. We may not even see Spawn. Uh, it's going to star Jamie Foxx. I think it's still in developmental hell right now. I think there's a lot of blowback uh, about the concept. I'm not excited about it. If the budget was what? Like 15? 10 to 12 million. Yeah, yeah that's, and, that's not even enough to pay Jamie Foxx. No, for those who don't know that is insanely low like uh for instance like you you have a like in a like just a generic drama it'll cost 30 to 40 million dollars and you're talking about a movie that's gonna supposed to have an action hero in it whose costume is mostly cg to be cost a 10 10 to 12 there are tv animated tv shows that are more expensive than that uh i i hope the budget goes up i hope it 
ends up being closer to the comic and uh, that Todd McFarlane starts being pretentious and does what his fan base really wants to see. I'll probably still see it, but man, uh, I just, I'm not hyped on it at all. I was, but nobody's been talking about it, so it's hard to... I also, I'd be surprised if it ever gets made under mm-hmm. its current yeah, conditions. I've kind of just, just accepted it's not going to get made. Yeah, because I haven't heard it. Ever since they announced Jamie Foxx, that was a couple, I feel like a couple of years ago, man, that was the last thing we heard about it. Um, and it's kind of been, like I said, I want to say it's in developmental hell at this point. And if, for those who aren't into the behind-the-scenes stuff in movie business that's not good mm-hmm. um there's a lot of stuff that you know have been rumored for years and years that we'll probably never see because studios just don't want to make it so they'll create other excuses make sure the people that are tied to it get tied up in other projects so they can kind of just legally push it back and push it back like for instance jordan peele the director of get get out us and you know does twilight zone now he's just, i mean he's huge has written a script and wants to direct a gargoyles film for disney but Disney has, you know, taken the script and put it in what people know as pre-production, which means nothing, and have just put it on the back burner because they keep knowing that Jordan Peele's got other projects, and they keep conveniently going, well, no, we can't do it. We need to do it here. And then Jordan Peele's like, well, no, I got something going on, and they keep pushing mm-hmm. it back, and it'll probably happen forever. Gargoyles will never get made. The very least, they could give us a reboot in the TV show, but that'll probably never happen either. So. Where were you? That was your number. Your number four that was, was my Spawn. Number four. Okay, so monster, monsters, monsters. Um, so this one's moving pretty swiftly. Um, oh man, I should have brought it back up earlier. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just to double back real quick on my Joe Dirt thing. I meant to say there was a sequel made for Joe Dirt. Uh, I haven't seen it. I was uh, like free on crackle. It's free it? on crackle. It's called, uh, Joe Dirt to beautiful loser. Don't. Okay. How does that work? If what, it's free on crackle, they just paid for it. I mean, I, I bet crackle you that, paid for it. Yeah. Crackle, which is owned by Sony. Okay. So Sony paid for it. Okay. And I think Sony did the original as well. Uh, they literally, nothing else needs to be said about that. Other than it's still David Spade. And it is literally, if you think the original is bad, this one's not even funny. Mm. So don't. Just don't. So <laughs> moving forward. I'm sorry. I meant to bring that up earlier, but uh, I'm bad at podcasting. So um, number three, my number three, right? So uh, this might be controversial because, uh, but like I said, I liked it. Number three is 2017's Power Rangers. Uh, the movie bombed and critically it sucked. Uh, so it kind of fits both categories, unfortunately. So Power Rangers, the film, came out, the newer reboot came out March 24th, 2017. It is directed by Dean Israelite, who hasn't done a whole lot. He did another film before this that I don't remember the name of, and he did direct the new reboot television show for Are You Afraid of the Dark, which got a season two reboot, so it's uh, season two uh uh, coming soon so it's got to be pretty good um the mill the film took a 76 million dollar loss uh it did nothing in china which is where it expected to do well it did nothing in japan where the original source material is from <laughs> <laughs> well i mean they waited what four three four months uh oh yeah after the uh dropped here it was like mm. three months before it released in japan which by then people have probably already seen pirated versions and just this it lost steam 
Um, and people, it already, you know, once the reviews come out, everyone can read those. Mm-hmm. So. That's an airplane. That's an airplane. Guys, we're being abducted right now. Mm-hmm. And I apologize if you By can hear airplane. that. I do live near an airport. So every now and then I will have to uh, go handle luggage. And. <laughs> That's uh, the that's the perks of living uh, close to an airport. Yeah, yeah. You have to do their job. You got to do their job for them every now and then. I don't know if y'all know that. Don't move near an airport Mm-mm. or train tracks because you also have it. to you know be a hobo, I guess, mm-hmm. and jump on the train. I can say hobo, right? <laughs> Is that a cultural? For now, <laughs> for now, people don't even know what a hobo was. I said hobo. That was with a B. Mm-hmm. Hobo with a B. <laughs> with a B. With a B. Uh, <laughs> um. Okay, yeah. So it took a huge loss, um, uh, which is disappointing because I thought uh, that the movie was pretty good, man. I, I really enjoyed it. I was hyped, so that helped me enjoy it. Mm-hmm. There was a good bit of fan service. Um, it did hurt because you didn't see the Power Rangers enough. Um, it was another one of those, those suits, probably. I wonder uh, how many of those suits they made. Oh, yeah, though. Oh, those are all CG, weren't they? The suits? No, the suits are. The suits were actually suits. Were they really? Yeah, they look good then. I thought they, they were uh, CG because they were selling them like parts of the suit. Oh, okay. I mean, I'm sure it was still CG, like fight scenes, but they were. Yeah, they yeah, actually yeah. had the suits because there was no way those tiny girls were that size. Yeah. In the fight scenes, um, I thought it was interesting. I thought they made it modern. I thought they made it relevant. Uh, I thought they serious made it serious enough as you can for power rangers because mm-hmm. if we're being real the source material for that it makes is, no it, sense yeah it's ridiculous so i thought it was fun goldar looked bad um but i thought rita was great i thought zordon was great alpha was great i thought the kids were great with exception for the black ranger i do not think he was very good mm-hmm. Lodi lens uh yeah. probably the, no, the he weakest should, yeah he should just stick to martial arts films he's really good at martial he arts he should just stick to being a video game character which is you know, ironically, I thought the best acting performance of the kids was R.J. Kyler, and mm-hmm. he's the only one that hasn't done anything since then. Yeah. Every, like, you know, Naomi uh, Scott, is that her name? Mm-hmm. She's been in Aladdin. She's doing a, t- a Charlie's Angels. Uh, the Red Ranger, I can't remember. His, uh, he's got a unique name. I can't remember what it is, but he's... Uh, Stranger Things. Stranger Things. Uh, and you got... The other Ranger, she's like a pop singer, Yeah, right? she does a lot of music, man, for movies. And I think she was in like a Nickelodeon-type movie recently. Um and obviously Elizabeth Banks and Brian Cranston and Bill Hader need no introduction. They do a lot of stuff. Oh, uh, you know, uh, the Blue Ranger, he'll still now he'll still talk about his role in Power Rangers movies. Like he didn't forget about it. Like everybody else seemed to just like, eh, yeah, especially if once you, like name is God, you do a Disney property and now you're made for life. You yeah. Don't worry. They're going to make a, probably a sequel to that terrible film. Uh, we all talk, that did not make my list so, <laughs> for a reason. Cause it just genuinely sucked. Uh, but, uh, and my opinion is correct. I don't know if you've got that premise. Mm-hmm. That's the premise of the show is I'm right. Blake is right. And you're wrong. Except for when we disagree, I'm right. And he's wrong. Mm-hmm. So depending on who started the episode, exactly. Which will never be me. Apparently. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 anyway, power Rangers. So, um, you know, funny story about the show. You know, we went and saw this movie, together mm-hmm. when we were both on night shift working together and uh, we both took vacation to see this film so we could be well rested we were off the next day it didn't matter we were on night shift but we wanted to be well slept because we wanted to enjoy it um we uh saw it with a couple other buddies and uh, we all dressed up in our colors 
even had some awkward females along with us <laughs> uh, that uh, were dating others at the time, and uh, they just uh, should not have been there. They brought the whole experience experience down. Uh, <laughs> well, she was there for support. She was yeah, yeah. She was there for support. She wasn't supporting much longer after the that. Yellow Ranger was Nick's wife. Yeah, she is. That's perfect. Oh wait, fine. was she pink? She was pink. Okay, she was pink. And and my former former relations relation was yellow. Uh, was yellow, and uh, that relationship wasn't long for the world after that. Anyway, so uh, uh, you're somehow listening. I'm terribly ter- sorry. Ter- terribly sorry. I hope all things are well with you, mm-hmm. and we mean no harm. I definitely don't. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were a sweet, sweet girl, and. Uh, me too. Blake, and Blake's a turd. So, uh, no, just kidding. No, just, just look, people can respect each other and not be together. It, 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 not everything works out. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and uh, Blake is super happy with who he's with now, and his wife is is awesome. So, um, but uh, but yeah, man. We uh, and I, look, we all nerded out after that movie. We took pictures before in the pose like nerds. Mm-hmm. We were hyped for that movie. Unfortunately, the movie didn't do well. It did have a post-credit scene teasing the Green Ranger. Spoiler alert: They're not making a sequel, so it doesn't matter. Um, it did hype us up even more. We were saw it opening day Thursday night with like ten other people, mm-hmm. and uh, it was not a good sign right away. Uh, we were hopeful that it would make money in China and stuff, and didn't, so we'd get our sequel, but it didn't. Uh, so, but since then, Hasbro has bought the property from Bandai. Bundy. Bundy. Um, <laughs> and so they have said that they are going to make a new Mighty Morphin movie. It should be stated that this is based on the Mighty Morphin line and nothing else. It did have allusions to other renditions with the names of the streets and stuff within the city. There were cameos by Tommy and Kimberly, the actors Jamie Joe Johnson and Jason David Frank. Um, but hopefully... Hasbro will be announcing something soon about us getting a movie for that. Cause like I said, we are power ranger nerds. We had both have a power rangers movie on our list. So, um, hopefully, you know, like I said, uh, we'll see more of that, but it, like I said, it makes the list because it bombed and it unfortunately was not critically received very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I liked I, it. I remember like seeing the movie twice and then, seeing how upset everybody was that the movie wasn't good and I tried to defend it and I can I can admit today it's not great it's not a good movie but I love it uh, yeah and that's why it's on my list I love list. it that's why it's on my list I love it and because you know Milo tripped out he mm-hmm. loved, that was the height of his Power Rangers love which was could have been better timing for us so uh, I believe your number three is next my number three is Blade Runner 2049 and uh, it was really good and critically good, but it didn't make the money. Oh, yeah, and I didn't know that. It lost I didn't know it lot. lost money. I lost a lot of money. Um, I thought that movie was really good. Okay, so for, for those who don't know, there was a movie that came out in the 80s called Blade Runner, which is, you know, by most people's accounts, one of the greatest, if not the arguably the greatest sci-fi movie mm-hmm. of all time. Uh, it is where a lot of movie, uh, animes like Akira... And Ghost in the Shell, a lot of these people got their influence from movies by uh, like Blade Runner, directed by Ridley Scott. Um, it is a futuristic dystopian movie starring Harrison Ford and Rutger Hauer. Uh, it is brilliant. The original is 100% brilliant. And this movie is a sequel, an actual sequel, directed 
by Denis Villeneuve, uh, uh, called Twenty uh, Blade Runner Twenty Forty Nine, starring Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. Um, and I haven't seen a lot of movies with him, um, but he did a great job in this. You know, movie. I, you know, I I stand Ryan Gosling. You know that every time we do hypothetical castings, yeah, I know you love that guy. I'm always like, well, Ryan Gosling's good. I mean, I've, I've seen Notebook. Look, the Notebook is fantastic. <laughs> I mean, it's a good love story. Yeah. But um, I didn't see Blade Runner in theater. I saw it at home. Yeah, I so wish I. I would have saw it in theater. Yeah, because it is visually stunning. Gorgeous. It is visually gorgeous. gorgeous. You know, big um, women and stuff. All yeah, that yeah. stuff's cool. Oh, yeah, dude. And I thought I, un- it's it's unfortunate that not a whole lot of people uh, saw that movie. Um, I didn't know that. I thought it did good. You would think because of what it represents was a sequel and you didn't, you didn't hear anything negative about it. Mm-mm. So that's like, usually it's, you're like, Oh, that means people probably seen this movie. You ask most people, most people haven't seen it. It is a long movie. It is long. So that does deter a lot of people from going to theaters. If it's not a Marvel or mm-hmm. star Wars film or a property, they know uh, instead of a 30 year old sequel, you know? So, um, but you said you saw it at home, right? You I saw, saw it, it fairly recently, didn't you? No, it was, uh, it was like right when it came to okay, yeah, yeah. VHS. Yes, VHS. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah I, I saw it like right after the theaters. Okay. And, and, <laughs> excuse you. No. Monsters. Monsters. Uh, I, I, I loved it. Yeah. It, it was long, but it's a great sci-fi movie. Yeah. Spoiler alert. If you've seen the original starring Harrison Ford, this one does also have Harrison Ford mm-hmm. in it. And Batista. And Batista, yeah. Uh, Blue Tista. Mm-hmm. Uh, who, for people who don't know, that is a wrestler. He's also played Drax in Guardians of the Galaxy. He's in some new version of Tooth Fairy, I think. Something like that. <laughs> yeah, some, yeah. Some, it's like a prequel. Some to pacifier Tooth Fairy, movie. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> They're all the same. Yeah. Little girl, former wrestler. Mm. Uh, they're best friends now. So, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I think Triple H was in one of those, too. Oh, uh, the, uh, no. uh, the show for. No. The, what's the one? Because uh, Big Show's in one, too. He's oh, the one. Okay. Which is the one? The Chaperone. Chaperone. That's it. That's the one with Triple H. That's right? the one with Triple H. Yeah. Is that the one with the no? The Big Show is the one with the bus on the cover, right? Or is that the one with Triple H? That's the one with Triple H. Okay. So John Cena's in one too. Yeah, it just came that out must, called Firefighters. Right? That must be a thing. Yeah, I told you, dude. <laughs> it's a formula. Hollywood just poops them out. It costs five million dollars to make it. They make thirty in the theater and they go, oh, we made money. Yep. Um, God, those are bad movies. Um, if you've never seen them. Go see them. Support your local. Uh, <laughs> support your local video uh, update or whatever. <laughs> uh, support your local family video. By the way, there are family videos still. I meant mm-hmm. to tell you, I went to uh, that. Uh, there's Mar- one in Anderson. There's one in Spartanburg. Uh, Spartanburg. Yeah, I went to Marco's Pizza, and if you order a pizza at Marco's Pizza, they have a deal where if you buy their large, you can get two free rentals next door. And I was. They, they t- like, hey man, you bought this pizza, you can get two free rentals next door. And I was like, yeah, but I got to return them. So yeah, uh, I'm uh, good. Anya and I have a membership. Oh, you do? <laughs> From Anderson. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's what I think. Like, my thing is, it like, just feels, I don't know, there's something about walking into a video it, store. It is cool, yeah. but we don't have one conveniently close to us now. Yeah. So if it were like right around the corner, I'd probably do it because it's the same price as renting one digitally. Mm-hmm. If I can go rent a 4K film, I'll go do it. It's but just the feeling of walking into a video store, too. It's nostalgia. It's nostalgia. You know, kids don't care. Kids would rather press a button. Yeah, and, kids don't give a crap. Yeah, so. they're bored as bored as crap walking in there going, oh, pick a movie already. And you're like, you tell them they can pick a movie out and they're like, oh, look at this one. And they'll never watch it and you paid for it. Yeah. 
That's why the library, library guys, the library is your best friend. Mm -hmm. There are free movies, current movies. I will probably talk about the library in every episode because support your local library, man. It is very important. Your tax dollars pay for it. It's free. Go do it. Uh, And if you're like me and you really want to support them, just keep their books for a few months, and then you owe money. Yeah, then you owe money. Then you're yeah. doing a real support. You're a real supporter. They do do charity events. They do take donations, man. Uh, always give to your local library, man. They do uh, a lot of good work and good service, for, especially for kids and stuff, man. It's a good outlet for one of the last things we have to not fry kids' brains. Um, speaking of frying kids' brains, let's get back to talking about useless movies. Um, so... <laughs> That your number three was again. My number three was uh Blade Runner twenty four. Okay, so <laughs> my number two is also it's another movie that uh, it bombed. It wasn't a huge bomb, um, but it was a bomb. And because I love this movie so much, I want to put it on my list. My number two is Dread. Uh, oh, man. Uh, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Dread is a movie uh, that came out July 11th, 2012, and it is directed by Pete Travis. Uh, Pete Travis mostly has only done BBC TV and BBC movies and stuff. So he has, this is really the only big Hollywood movie he ever did. Um, it uh, made $41.5 million on a $45 million budget. So it lost money. Not a whole lot like some of the others that might be on our list, but it did lose money, I don't, which... You know, unfortunately, it, it got really good reviews. Um, it just was a, it was a property that was very violent. Um, it's associated with the original Judge Dread, you know, which had Sylvester Stallone. I say, I'm, I'm wondering if people are saying, "Not my, not my Dread." Yeah, not my Dread, because Deuce Bigelow, Mel Gigolo, wasn't in it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Rob Schneider. We will try to talk as little about Rob Schneider in I'm this podcast. I'm hoping that's the last time. Yeah. I, I mean, Unless we do top five Rob Schneider, Schneider films. films. And I can do that. Uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I won't enjoy any of them, but I'll do a top five. Yeah, I can do it. <laughs> you suck again. <laughs> uh, uh, Rob Schneider, uh, for those who don't know, is uh, a giant turd of a human being. He's just, I don't get it. He makes himself cu- culturally relevant. Uh, because he's not relevant in any other way. He just tries to talk about, you know, vaccines and everything like that. Just, uh, he's a turd. That's all you need to know. Uh, moving on from unfunny people, uh, (laughs) Dread. This version of Dread is based on the comic book. I want to say it's Dark Horse Comics did Dread. I think it's gone to a couple different publishers, but... It was a long-running comic. It was a movie made in the 90s with Sylvester Stallone, which, you know, nostalgia. It's a fun movie, but this is genuinely a really good movie stars uh carl urban as the, urban that's his name yeah no not keith not well i was gonna say weathers uh carl <laughs> weathers which played apollo creed <laughs> oh god uh anyway not carl weathers and it's not keith urban it's okay. carl urban all right i think i was close i think both keith and carl are both australian which is kind of like maybe urban is a popular surname in australia mm. uh not to be confused with austrian by some other people that we used to know. <laughs> um, and it also stars uh, Lena Headey, who is known for playing Cersei in Game of Thrones. She plays the main antagonist in this movie. Um, it is very much a uh, centralized story, man. It is packed with action. Uh, it is very, very hyper-violent. Uh, very it, violent. Very violent. So if, you have, if you're queasy... Do not watch this movie because it is very gory, very violent, but so is the comic. And this one is more... It's fun violence. Yeah. 
you know, it's fun violence if you can stomach violence. It's uh, I love, 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 love this movie, and I think it is vastly underrated. Um, it, unfortunately, it bombed. It was originally planned to be a trilogy. Um, they had a bar on where they wanted to set financially what they wanted to make on the first movie, and if they made it, they were going to do the trilogy. Unfortunately, it lost money, so it got squashed real quick. So, um, no amount of critical review can save movies who make mm-hmm. no money, unfortunately. It's so, such a good movie, though. I saw this movie in theater. I saw it with uh, my wife and my buddy Joe and his wife, Megabolt. Um, I think me and... Uh, I think I might have been the only one initially who enjoyed this film. I do think uh, everyone but my wife came around came around to liking this movie. Um, I can't remember, recollect and remember uh, right off the top of my head how they felt about it, but I remember leaving loving it especially there's a line in the movie at toward the end where carl carl urban you know beats the bad guy and she asks him a question or says something and i can't remember what the context was but those are down this long hole and he just leans out because he doesn't have a whole lot of dialogue in this movie like sylvester stallone does which because judge dread doesn't talk a whole lot he literally just leans down the hole and goes yeah <laughs> And it was, it's just one word and it's useless. And it just stuck in my head. I was like, I love this. Uh, Also, I'm not sure what came out first, this or the raid, but it's a similar concept as far as what the story is. So I think it might've ripped off the raid, I think. But if you haven't seen the raid redemption, it's one of the greatest action films you'll ever watch. It is an Indonesian film. So you have to read subtitles for all you lazy people, but it is in incredible incredible so go do see the raid if you get a chance but also now more, what now that this came out before robocop right the, the no re, no the no remake. dread came out after robocop the remake with yep. uh yep yep colin came, whoever yeah it yeah. came it came out after it robocop. came out after i said i haven't yeah. seen robocop i heard it's good though no not okay no um uh, <laughs> nope that's not i'm thinking of total recall total recall yeah uh, that's one with colin farrell that, colin farrell yeah okay. that one I want to say that movie came out for Dread too. That one but came out for Dread. That is good. Yeah, that because it's good. closer okay. to the short story accurate, yeah. and people need to give that one a chance too. Okay. Um, it bombed too. So, so that, what are we missing? Uh, Demolition Man reboot. A Demolition Man reboot. Um, face Off. Oh. Well, you can't touch that masterpiece. <laughs> Con Air. I would, I would not no. no. You can't touch that one either. <laughs> um, well, speaking of Carl Urban, I was thinking the other day of like casting Carl, Carl Weathers, Keith. Keith Weathers. Weathers. Keith Weathers. Oh, yeah, Keith Weathers. Um, yeah, I was just doing, you know, casting in my mm-hmm. own head for Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Uh, would he not be a good um, Craven? He would be a great Craven. I think he's kind of a smaller guy, though. Um, he, uh, uh, I'm not sure actually how big he is. I would I would need my Craven to be girthy, mm-hmm. you know? The problem is that. You know who'd be a good Craven? Excuse me. Uh, Batista would be a good Craven. Yeah, he's got he, this, but he can't. But he oh, because the Marvel, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, well maybe he can't can. now. Yeah, yeah, with the whole Sony thing, who yeah. knows? Uh, Carl, oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Carl Urban can act his butt off though. I mean, he's done a lot of really good indie films in his early years and stuff. And the Boys is. I used the Boys is fantastic. Perfect. Watch the Boys on Amazon Prime. Watch the, sh- it. the show is called the Boys. It's called the Boys. Yeah. Don't think, go and watch. Very violent, but thank us later. Yeah, don't go and watch, boys. No, no, no. That's no. That's not okay. 
disclaimer, we do not support that. And whatsoever, mm-hmm. if you are a weirdo pervy guy, please turn us off and report yourself to the police. Mm-hmm. Um, the, but yeah, Carbin is a very good director. Uh, I mean, actor. Uh, I don't know if he's directed anything. So. Dr. McCoy. Uh, yeah, he's Dr. McCoy in the Star Trek movies. I used to get him confused with Dominic Moynihan. Not Dominic Moynihan, Dominic Cooper. Yes, Dominic Cooper, because I think uh, whoever plays Preacher. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They look a lot alike. They do, they do. They look a lot alike, but Dominic Cooper is much smaller. I think Dominic Moynihan is the is Charlie from Lost. One of the others. I used to, the guy I'm that not plays, good with names. No, no, the guy that plays Preacher, I get him confused with Carl Urban. I used to. I don't anymore. I can definitely discern them now. I see. I'd, I never thought about that, but yeah. I think Carl Urban was also in another comic, oh, indie comic spinoff, the... Um, pre- was that your? That was a. That was an internal burp. <laughs> an internal monster. monster. <laughs> internal monster. Uh, he was in the movie Priest, I think it was called, which is really bad. So don't watch that either. All right, so that was my number two, right? Uh, yeah, that was your number two. My so. number two was Dread. So uh, we're gonna go move on to Blake's number two. All right, uh, my number two is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Out of the Shadows. Okay. Whew. Ooh, I thought you were going to say the first one because that one is not a good movie. Ah, uh, no, it's not. Okay, Out yeah. of the Shadows is, I really liked it. I, you know, I don't know why I didn't think about that. Uh, I think because critically, I, it, while it was low, it was like Power Rangers low, like 40s. I it's think. low, but it lost money. It, oh, yeah, did, did it lose money? Mm-hmm. Man, I just thought it did well. Uh, unless my, no, you're probably my right. sources I, are wrong. This is me close assuming. to $80 million. That's how much it lost? Yeah. Woo! And if I'm wrong, then um, Wikipedia. I apologize. Uh, you're probably right, man, because you got you got to think movies like that have yeah. a ton of marketing budget. That when you people look up online, they see a production budget of something that does not include marketing. So when you have a movie that's targeted towards kids, generally the marketing budget is somewhere over a hundred million dollars. Like it's a lot because that in, you know that includes billboards, commercials, uh, merchandise, uh, mm-hmm. all this stuff like that. And man, I didn't know that really. I guess that's why we never got a third one. I guess so. That movie ruled. It did rule. And I bought a lot of merchandise from that one. Not the first one, but from that one. Because Atlas was really Atlas into Turtles. Atlas was really into it. Yeah. Yeah, Milo was kind of into Turtles, but he was way into those movies. Mm-hmm. The first one is... We won't talk about the first one. We aren't spending any time because that movie is just bad. I saw it one time and I don't really uh, remember. It's it. an April O'Neil movie, they yeah. call it. And when your April O'Neil was Megan Fox, you can already tell how the movie's going to be. Um the second movie, though, Out of the Shadows, man, it felt it was more, fun. It felt more like a Turtles movie, man. Like it had, you had the Technodrome. We mm-hmm. got to see the Technodrome. It had Bebop and Rocksteady, Shredder actually getting to do something. Um, the, you know, uh, like I said, the only things I really wasn't crazy about that movie, uh, I didn't like Stephen Amell as Casey Jones. I need my Casey Jones to be stupid. My Casey mm-hmm. Jones needs to be yeah, dumb. Yeah, I didn't like that either. He's got to be dumb as Box of the Rocks, and he's actually too smart for his own good in that movie. Megan Fox is in it, so she's bad in everything. So you can already uh, know how her performance is. I thought Seamus was great. Um, mm-hmm. Which uh, one was he? Uh, uh, he was – he's uh, uh, Bebop? He's Bebop. He's the Warhog. Okay. Uh, who, who was the other one? He was a black comedian, and I – don't remember his name. He doesn't do a whole lot of acting. He's mostly oh, okay. just a comedian and a bit actor, but he was funny too. Mm-hmm. He did a really good job. And I apologize for not knowing his name. Um, the only reason we know Seamus is because we we're wrestling fans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cause if it was other, some, you know, generic white, I just big, remember that being like one of the first announcements from mm-hmm. the movie. If it was some generic, big white dude. We wouldn't remember his name either. So, uh, yeah, I, 
I loved it. I didn't like Tony Shalhoub's voice as Splinter, but I didn't like it in the first one either. Uh, you, man, you're portraying a Japanese character. Go get a Japanese voice actor. How mm-hmm. hard is that? I, I need my Splinter to be Japanese, just like your, or of any Asian descent. Like, but you know, ideally Japanese would be great because that's what their descent is. I mean, you got at least they got a Japanese shredder. I'm not who did sure did the voice of Crane. If it was the original voice of Crane or a new guy, but he did a good job too. I, that that movie did not make my list, um, but it probably should have made my honorable mentions at least. I but I love that movie. That movie is mm-hmm. great. Uh, I did, uh, I had a good time watch Atlas. Loved it, of course. I spent a lot of money on I, that movie. <laughs> I don't think I think the only reason I didn't put it on my list because I I just assumed it did well, and mm-hmm. it, I think it got decent reviews. Um, and I, for most people that saw it, liked it. So I guess that's why I never thought about it. Just in, uh, if I'd have known more, I probably would have put it on my list. Um, so yeah, your number two again is the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Out of the Shadows. Out of the Shadows. All right, guys. So we have reached the segment of our podcast where uh, we give you our honorable mentions. That's right, guys. The, you, these are the ones that yeah, didn't, they didn't quite make it. They, they almost quite, made they it. They almost made it. They almost sucked just enough to make our top five. Um, I actually had uh, a few honorable mentions that I had to narrow it down because there were so many that could, I could have just talked about. Like I said, we with our honorable mentions, we're not going to go into too much details. If you weren't good enough to make the list, you almost made it. Mm-hmm. So... Um, I guess I go first on this one this time. Yeah. Okay. And I have just one. Okay. I I have uh, my list. If I'm reading here correctly, I have two. I have two. Uh, the first one is Blade Trinity, uh, the third Blade movie in the Blade series. Uh, it bombed and it sucked. Uh, it was not a good movie. Uh, it was the wor- easily the worst of the series. But it had Triple H. It did have Triple H. Uh, he power bombs a guy too. So I can't. I can't agree that it's a bad movie. <laughs> uh, he squashed. Uh, uh, squashed. Ryan Reynolds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He jobbed. He jobbed. Uh, Ryan Reynolds is in this movie. Uh, stars Wesley Snipes as the title character Blade. Uh, Chris Christopherson is in this film. I believe he's in this one. Did he make it to this one? I, I think remember. he made it to this one. Maybe. I don't remember. It's been so long since I've seen it. It's so bad. I've only seen it a couple of times. This is the one that has Dracula finally in it, which is just... Uh, it's not a good payoff. And it's not a good Dracula either. It's terrible. The first two were so good, especially the second one, which is the best in the series directed by Guillermo del Toro, which I, you know, you'll probably hear me. When we talk about movies, I talk about him all the time. He's my favorite director. So, um, but yeah, moving on. The movie... Uh, it critically blew, and most people don't like it, but I enjoyed it. Um, other one is one that is critically, uh, it's another movie that sucked. It's Corky Romano. Uh, oh my god, yeah, Corky Romano. Who's in that? Chris Catan. Uh, starring Chris Catan. Mm. Guys, would you like some cookies? cookies. Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It honestly doesn't hold up. It probably would not be funny to the current generation. If you're from our generation and you have seen it, you probably laughed at it. Don't admit that you like it, but it's funny. And if you haven't seen it and you are from our generation, watch it. It's stupid. It's funny. I've seen it once. I think that was enough. That's enough. Yeah. That's enough. Just see it once. I've seen it more than once, but like I said, it almost made my list. All right. Um, 
my honorable mention is actually made a lot of money and is actually critically okay. But I don't know anybody that likes it. And that's Spider Man 3. Uh, okay. So uh, I'm going to be, I'm going to say this. I'm surprised. I thought this would be your number one. Nah. Nah. Okay. Because I, because, because it doesn't technically, technically qualify. A bad movie, yeah. No, it's a bad movie. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah, it's what a I bad thought. Movie. What, do you, what was the Rotten Tomatoes on it? Um, did you do you have that? Yeah. Uh, no, I don't. Oh. I want to say it's like mid sixties to seventies. No, there's no way. There's no way. I mean, I got no way to look it up right I'm now. I'll look it up. Yeah, real look quick. it up. While you do that, I'm gonna feel uh, some dead air. I'm gonna uh, share my disgust for this film. Uh, we talk about this movie literally constantly. It is one of my worst comic book films of all time. Uh, if we ever do that list, it'll be there. Uh, spoiler alert. Uh, I cannot share my disdain for this movie enough. It is, but I will say this: it's not the worst Spider-Man movie. That'd be Amazing Spider-Man Two. Mm. That is easily the worst Spider-Man movie. But man, I loved Venom growing up, and it just it pooped all over Venom. And uh, like Topher Grace should have never been cast. All right, uh, Rotten Tomato score sixty three percent. God, that is way higher than it deserves. The audience score is fifty one. They see. Now, that's, I guess that's what matters. That's more accurate. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, quickly, just tell us why, why I like it. it. Yeah. Um, I just I, I thought it was fun. I've been waiting five years to get this explanation, guys. Uh, <laughs> and now I can't, I cannot defend Venom. No, it's bad. I can't defend Topher Grace. Yeah, the reason this movie is bad, though, is uh, by no fault of the actors. Uh, Sam Raimi had a movie he wanted to make. The studio said no. And so they were at odds. It got cut, got chopped, rewritten, and it just got pooped out by the mm-hmm. studio. So unfortunately, the it never had a chance, and it's by no fault of its own. So that's why I don't like. All joking aside, it's not as bad as I say it is. It's it's a watchable movie. It's watchable, and I you know I saw it in theaters uh, opening weekend, and I came out and like oh, it wasn't too bad. But yeah. then everybody told me I was wrong. So you had to love it. You had to defend like, yourself. Well, now I love it. Yeah, and it, I love emo Parker. Yeah, <laughs> it's one of those where he's dancing. I mean, it even got a throwback to Into the Spider Verse. Exactly. Like, like that movie is so like cult classic amongst comic book guys that they made a joke about mm-hmm. that in Into the Spider Verse, which is the best Spider Man movie. Go see it immediately. Um, Okay, so without further ado, we are about to get to our number ones, and I believe I go first, so my number one is, I didn't think we have any crossover, and we do. My number one is Blade Runner 2049, Uh, because without question, uh, mainly because this movie, it's not a movie that sucked, it bombed, and it bombed big time. It lost $83 million. Um, it, it came out October 6, 2017, uh, directed by Denis Villeneuve, who has done a ton of really good movies. This guy is an incredible director. He's done Dune. Oh, he's about to do Dune, the new adaptation of Dune, which will probably just like Blade Runner. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a reboot that will be great. And nobody will go see it because it's a weird property. Uh, he did Prisoners with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, uh, uh, Wolverine, uh, the first War Machine. Uh, <laughs> Terrence Howard and uh, Logan uh, um, Jackman, Hugh Jackman. Uh, Hugh Jackman, Hugh Jackman, Hugh Jackman, Hugh Ackman. Yeah, uh, huge, huge Ackman. Uh, they did print and uh, you're in that movie too. Oh, da- uh, Paul, Paul Dano. Dano is in that movie as well. Nice. Uh, Blake looks like Paul Dano for those who don't know what he looks like. Apparently, um, 
Yeah, look for Blake in the new Batman movie playing the Riddler. He also did Sicario, the first one, which is incredible. It has Emily Blunt and Benicio Del Toro, and it's fantastic. And he did Arrival, which was nominated for Best Picture. That's I a, gotta go back and watch that. Have you never I've, seen it? I've watched it, but you I didn't like, like it. I love. I'm surprised. I figured you would love. You need to go back and rewatch it. Give it a second shot. It's got um uh, Amy Adams. Amy Adams. She's so good in that movie too. Uh, it's incredible. It's incredible. It was nominated for Best Picture. Um, and you know, like this guy knows what he's doing with sci-fi, especially in dark toned films. Um, he just gets it. And this movie is critically loved. Um, it just, for some reason, I don't know whether it was the timing. I don't know what else came out around this time. I didn't research that much to maybe take away the box office. Or maybe it was the length. Maybe it just was 30 years after the original and not enough people have seen it in this generation. I think you, your fan base was more like, um, like, aunt. yeah. And me. Yeah. Yeah. Older generations. I'm, I'm probably the youngest target audience, you know, unfortunately, which cause the first one's so good and it still holds up still just as good today. You could watch that original today and it would resonate just as much. It just, it's a shame because the movie is incredible. And it, mm-hmm. to me, it's one of my top, probably 10 to 15 sci-fi movies. Sci-fi is just a great sci-fi movie. And I, like I said, when I was when looking up the list, I did not know it bombed. Yeah, I, I did, unfortunately, because I, I was such a big fan of this movie and I did a lot of research on it. Um, it, I mean, there's so many great illusions and uh, like, like Denis Villeneuve has, really loves the genre even the animated versions of the genre live actions so much so that the end scene parallels with the end of cowboy bebop Mm -hmm. the scene is almost shot for shot but without not without spoiling people what happens but if you've seen cowboy bebop i probably did spoil it for you just now but if i had you haven't seen either go watch both because we'll eventually do an anime list and bebop's old enough to wear yeah 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 so uh but i don't want to say the because it's the ending of the movie too oh yeah yeah so um uh, unfortunately, I did not get to see this in theater. I think it had a lot to do with the timing. I was on night; we were on night shift at the time, and uh, it's just a long movie to go so take. The reason, yeah, right. <laughs> to take four or five out, it's just that's a part of the reason, man. It's an unknown uh, quantity. It's a long movie, um, so a lot of people just didn't want to give it. They wanted to wait to see it because I do know plenty of people who have seen it now, mm-hmm. but it's after the fact. Um, uh, so it's like I said, I won't go too much into it because we've talked about it already. But I, I love this movie. I love Ryan Gosling. Harrison Ford's one of his better recent roles. Uh, uh, Batista was great in it, even though he didn't have a huge role. I thought it was a great continuation of the original story because uh, the first one is so unique. There's not a whole lot of directions you can take it. I thought this did a really admirable job. There's also some animes to go with this two shorts uh one of them done by the creator and writer of cowboy bebop are those i think his name's ken wantanabe are those out or yeah they oh, yeah they're out they oh, came I out before I, I didn't know they finished them yeah they came out before the movie oh okay yeah, yeah. uh i haven't seen the second one i've only seen the wantanabe one and it's good though um but uh which you know he's not a stranger to doing animes either because he did two shorts for the animatrix mm-hmm. for american films so uh, i mean for uh, doing adaptations for american films but yeah, my number one is Blade Runner twenty forty nine. And Blake, I'm genuinely surprised. I want to hear what your number one is. Well, uh, if you're wondering why I didn't talk about Power Rangers two thousand seventeen uh, a lot, it's because that is my number one. See, look, we traded our threes and ones because uh-huh. Blade Runner was your three, yeah. right? That's that's crazy. We actually had two crossovers. Um, 
the reason this is my number one is because I have never followed a movie like I followed this one. Oh yeah, from I, day one until it came out. I saw it firsthand, boys. It's, and, it was big. Uh, and I've never, and I spent so much money on merchandise that now, I, if I would have just waited, I could have got it at a significantly cheaper price. You know, oh, yeah. like the Morpher and when all to- the legacy figures. And, when Toys R Us went out of sale, yeah. out of business. But, um, I, and I love the movie, too. It's a, it's a bad movie, but it's Power Rangers. Power Rangers is bad. Yeah. It, it, honestly, this is an elevated version mm-hmm. of it. Like, the the scene where they do the, all the uh, Zords running in and, and the song is playing. playing. I mean, that's that's what you go chill see bumps. it for. Yeah. Chill bumps. I got no joke. Chill bumps. I, my childhood came back full force. I was like, this is awesome. Even when they're walking over the hill in their suits for the first time, mm-hmm. and they finally get them to morph. Uh, you know, is it the best adaptation that could have been done? No. Was it really good for what the source material is? It's better than it deserved. Mm-hmm. It's better than it deserved. Exactly. And unlike... With our previous episode with Sonic, um, uh, whereas the fan base supported it, uh, I think the fans complained about the looks and stuff. The studio couldn't afford to change it, so they didn't, and so mm-hmm. fans just didn't support it. Nope. So that's case in point, man. Uh, I think you know going forward, maybe Hasbro learns that lesson. You know, it took. Uh, you know, wish they would have learned that lesson with Transformers, but unfortunately people like me kept paying to see it so they kept making them fortunately they got it right eventually with bumblebee but bumblebee that's all was good that's a whole i like bumblebee and i don't like the transformer movies i, I love transformers as blake knows that's my that's my big thing and uh bumblebee was just brilliant um and i'm stoked about what they got going forward with that potentially maybe a beast wars movie mm-hmm. and maybe an optimus movie so we'll see what's coming up because my son is also a massive transformers fan so uh your number one again was number one is Power Rangers 2017. I know it's not a good movie, but it's also Power Rangers, and I'm just gonna support anything Power Rangers does. So, <laughs> do you want anything else to it? Um, uh, if you haven't seen Power Rangers 2017, then do it. I yeah. have two copies of it. I have Blu-ray and DVD. The DVD that looks like a VHS, and if they put it on VHS, I would have bought it on VHS. Yeah. I have the Blu-ray and the digital copy because it mm-hmm. came with the digital, but um, so I do own it too. I think it is available to stream on it Hulu. Was, it's on Hulu. Okay, so so there's no reason to not watch it because yeah, everybody free. has Hulu. Everybody has Hulu, and I think it might. If it's on Hulu, it usually means it's also on Amazon. Yeah. So. so if that movie upset you when it came out because you didn't like the suits or you didn't like the way Rita looked or Goldar, which I is loved, understandable. Um, love the way Rita looked. You, uh, you know, people hated Alpha. Which I loved Alpha. I love Al- he looked like an alien. And I love Bill Hader. He's and a robot, if you didn't like man. any of that, and you didn't see the movie... Don't complain. You can watch it now. And don't three complain. Three years later. It's okay. Yeah, go back and watch it with an open mind, knowing that the the originals are just as bad, if not worse, but they're... What they are, they're mm-hmm. fun. It's just dumb fun. Just it's go into it with some dumb... Um, so, uh, also, if you don't like um, open-minded takes on characters you're probably not gonna like power rangers either the Mm. new power rangers movie no because they do change some aspects of the characters which i thought were forward thinking and progressive and made sense for current times it didn't feel forced and i liked it so especially um you know to go and billy is autistic Mm. in a movie and that's we've never seen that before in these types of movies and it was awesome and um uh trini is she training the movie? She's training the movie. Uh, is a lesbian. 
And they don't make a big deal about it. They mention it and they move on. Mm -hmm. And then that's it. It's the end of it. It's not like a focal point. They focus. And uh, Zach is uh, um, a bad actor. Yeah. I don't think that's a disease. I just think he just. Oh, okay. He's just. That's just. It's just not like autism where you're born with something. You're just a bad actor. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I thought it was progressive that they still put him in. Even though he was bad. He's a bad actor. (laughs) (laughs) I say at least they didn't make the Asian the yellow ranger and the black guy, That's the true. black ranger. And, uh, what was another, what was another stereotype they did? Uh, those were the two words. Those are the two. Words. Those, yeah, the two those words. are two Uh, Oh, the pink ranger is always a girl. Yeah. So that's, I mean, I mean, I think that's still true today. Yeah. It's still true today. Unfortunately, look at, look, guys can wear pink too. Blake does it on a daily basis. Yeah. Every day. So it's just a color guess. Um, all right, so we're about to move on to our next segment. Do you want to do this one, or you want me to do it? Uh, yeah, this is uh next segment is where we give our weekly recommendations, whether that's TV, comics, books, or whatever. It's the weekly recommendations, baby. Weekly recommendations, baby. baby. All right, uh, baby. I'm gonna go ahead and give you mine first. So mine is it might be crossover with yours. So uh, I'm just gonna I'm gonna go ahead and give something else because I don't want to risk it. Uh, I'm gonna say curb your enthusiasm because I'm watching okay. Curb right now. So uh, it I, I love curb your enthusiasm. It stars Larry David, who is the creator of Seinfeld. If you like dry humor, raunchy humor, and uh, just old crotchety Jewish guys <laughs> being old crotchety and Jewish, please watch Curb Your Enthusiasm. It's on season 10. Mm. It's currently airing. It is on HBO. I know not a lot of people have HBO, and by May, pretty much everybody will because HBO Max comes out. If you want to wait till then, you can binge it. Uh, the first eight seasons are on Amazon Prime. Uh, you can watch all of them there. Uh, it is really funny. It is really dry. It's pretty offensive. So it is uh, offensive, and uh, but it's really fun. We we love it. We love mm-hmm. it. If you love, if you want to see, uh, the guy that created Seinfeld just being himself, which is a jackass. Uh, please watch Curb Your Enthusiasm. It's super funny. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also one of my favorite shows. Uh, mine is, believe it or not, uh, Westworld. Oh, is it Westworld? Okay, I could have gone with my other pick then. What's That's your it. other pick? Uh, uh. I'll save it for next time. Okay. I'll save it for I next think time. I know what it is. Um, but uh Westworld. Now we should first... probably talk about recommendations before next time. Yeah. Yeah. We could do that. We probably should. <laughs> we probably should that. know each other's recommendations. Yeah, we should. Um, but Westworld. Uh I watched the first season and it was okay. Mm-hmm. But then the second season was mm-hmm. a drag. Uh, yeah. A so drag. Are you recommending this to people? I because am recommending. It doesn't sound like you're recommending. I'm recommending. This. Okay. It only took seven episodes. To get good. In season two. In season two. So 17 episodes to get good. No, first season was You liked good. first season. I okay. liked first season. So, okay, I will state this. I have seen all the first season as well. Mm. Uh, it drags, um, but it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. And I, I got to middle way of second season and I tapped out. I tapped out over, a little over a year ago. And I recently picked back up because it's coming back next month. Yes, season and three. And it's future world basically or, right which is or, what you're into which is what i'm into and aaron paul's and, and aaron paul you know for those who don't know aaron paul aaron paul starred as jesse, jesse pinkman and jesse pinkman yeah bitch yeah, and bitch. Uh, bitch bitch and uh <laughs> i think that's our quota for the episode yeah. uh in breaking bad so uh if that's your thing uh which it's not for me so uh 
uh, like I said, I'm officially tapped out, but it is a really interesting sci-fi. It is slow, but if you're patient. It's episode seven, because the only reason I picked it back up is because I saw a preview for season three. I'm mm-hmm. like, I got this, this looks good. Okay. And uh, so I'm like, well, I got to finish this. And episode seven pulled me back in, basically. It was really good. Yeah, the show is a really interesting premise um, it, without giving, you can't give too much away because it's so weird, mm-hmm. but it is a sci-fi set in the future around a f- these futuristic worlds and stuff like that without giving too much away. Uh, if you like sci-fi and you like well-written shows and you like good acting and you're patient, this is the show. That's without the show for giving you. anything away as well, it's a sci-fi, but it's a Western. So, and it's a samurai movie. And a samurai movie. And cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. It's everything. If you are a sci-fi, if you're a nerd, you're probably going to be into it. Mm-hmm. And it, like I said, but it does require patience. It is well written and well acted. But like, I, I'm, I'm to a point in my life now where I'm just impatient. Well, I'm on the last episode of the second season, and the only reason I didn't watch it yesterday is because it's an hour and forty-four minutes. Ooh. Mm-hmm. It's the it's on HBO, and each ep. Each I mean, episode is an hour and five minutes, at least. Yeah, you get your money. It's like little mini movies, mm-hmm. basically, man. Um, well, right on, man. So I think we had a, a good uh, second episode. I think, uh, I think we're in a good place. We're in a good place. Uh, in emotionally, our in, our, you know, in our hearts. Um, you know, I know we talked earlier about how uh, we weren't going to do this anymore. I think, I think we can do another I one. Think we're, I think we pulled through. I think we pulled through. I think we're going to do at least a third. At least, a, well, three is the number. Three is the number. Three is the number. We'll get All right. there. All right. So, uh, um, you mean to go ahead and end yeah. this thing? All right. Go ahead and end it. All right. Uh, I'm Blake Allen. You can find me on Instagram at Blake underscore all underscore in, or you can follow my uh, art page at Blake Allen Art. And, um, and I'm Paul Jansen, and you can find me on Instagram at my underscore dad underscore life. You can also check out our podcast. We have a Twitter. Our Twitter handle is at object, objectively sub, objectively sub. And you can also find us on Facebook and give us a like there as well. Um, if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please give us a five-star rating. It helps improve the algorithm. Um, and if you have any feedback or you have any suggestions on categories and topics we should do, man, we're open to do whatever you guys want to hear, man. We're here to entertain you guys, man. So uh, just uh, uh, thank you again for tuning in to another episode of Objectively Subjective. <laughs>